Open Notebook Science. Um, you'll find an entry on Open Notebook Science in Wikipedia uh, to give a, all the background to what I'm going to talk about. Uh, so um, I'm going to talk about the implications and the excitement of Open Notebook Science uh, rather than the precise details. The word Open Science is used a lot uh, and it's so broad that it's not really very meaningful. Whereas Open Notebook Science uh, was uh, coined um, about uh, 12 years ago by Jean-Claude Bradley. Again, you'll find Jean-Claude on Wikipedia uh, with his own entry and so on. Uh, so about uh, 12 years ago, uh, Jean-Claude, uh, who uh, was a full professor at Drexel University in Philadelphia, had got tenure uh, and he decided that he was not going to play um, you know, the impact factor rat race game um, and uh, uh, that's common in chemistry. He was going to do chemistry in a different way uh, and he was going to do experiments and publish them to the world as soon um, as uh, he did the experiment. Now, you probably know in chemistry that it's um, often common that people uh, hide their research because they either want to patent it later um, or they want to hide it from their um, uh, competitors uh, so that they can steal a march on them. So chemistry traditionally is a very closed subject uh, where people, even on the same corridor, uh, don't tell each other what they're doing in the research. Jean-Claude uh, couldn't stand this um, and wanted to promote this idea of open notebook science. In open notebook science, uh, you record everything at the time you do it, even if it's quotes wrong. And that uh, people find difficult in the first instance, um, because why are you going to tell the world something that's wrong? Uh, well, actually in software and much of the um, uh, tradition from this comes from open source software, uh, is that uh, you don't mind putting up stuff on web pages on GitHub, uh, which uh, might not be right, it might not compile, its tests might be wrong, because people expect this. And you come back later uh, and you change it. And if you're fortunate, you find that somebody else comes along and uh, enhances uh, your code and so on. Um, but in uh, science, which has got this very competitive edge, it's often seen as uh, as striking. And, 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 you know, people think you're very strange to publish your science. Um, Jean-Claude wasn't the first to do this. Um, and in fact, probably the first major project was the Human Genome Project uh, between um, Hinkston in the UK and the NIH in the US, uh, where uh, John Salston and Francis Collins uh, aggressively decided to make everything open as soon as it was done. And the data was recorded on the web as soon as it was collected. And this is a marvelous example of um, uh, not just a, a successful scientific uh, project, but one which has shown the value of doing it this way. Uh, Jean-Claude was passionate about this. Um, and the phrase that he constructed was no insider knowledge. In other words, uh, nobody out in the world should be prevented from knowing exactly what happened in the experiment. They might not have the materials, uh, but they wouldn't 
suffer because they didn't know what people did. And so he and I talked and I persuaded him he shouldn't call it open science because it would get uh, perverted and that's undoubted. Uh, that's certainly what has happened to open science, which is a, a meaningless term now. Um, it's too broad. Uh, and he came up with the um, phrase open notebook science. And if you read uh, his blogs, my blog, um, uh, and the Wikipedia links, you'll find a discussion of open notebook science. Jean-Claude uh, did this uh, often with undergraduates in Drexel, and uh, the particular um, science he pursued was solubility. Um, so chemical solubility is often not known. It's important for pharmaceutical work. And so he developed a program of measuring solubilities of compounds um, and putting them out on the web. And you will find all this in his um, uh, uh, notebooks. Um, this came to the notice of Barack Obama. And so Jean-Claude was invited uh, to the White House uh, to meet uh, Obama uh, because Obama had a uh, was very, very keen on citizen science. That is, science being done not just by academics, uh, but by citizens in general. Um, and so Jean-Claude, to the extent it's possible to do this in chemistry, took this out um, beyond universities and certainly took it to schools and so on. So um, all of that is there. Now, unfortunately, uh, Jean-Claude died in um, 2014, um, and uh, we ran a memorial meeting for him in um, uh, Cambridge. Uh, and again, the links from the Wikipedia pages will take you straight uh, to that. And a large number of people, including myself, uh, paying tribute uh, to uh, Jean-Claude and what he's achieved. So he's achieved this not just in chemistry, but set the standard for the rest of the world um, uh, to follow. This is now becoming uh, much more common, and uh, Rachel works with Structural Genomics, uh, which is a uh, multi-country project um, to uh, study um, compounds uh, and proteins binding together and to see if we can produce new drugs uh, by doing all of this as uh, open notebook science. Um, I'd also just mention Matt Todd uh, in Sydney. Matt is now moving to University College London, and Matt has also uh, done this very, very consistently. He wants to cure malaria more than he wants to get academic glory uh, for what he's done. But I think the really exciting thing um, is that he has actually been uh, awarded a chair in London uh, on merit, um, and this shows that you can actually do open science and also uh, reach the pinnacle of your profession, um, uh, and that you don't have to uh, do science in the way that it is done um, traditionally by hiding things and impact factors. You go out and do good science for the benefit of the world, and the world will hopefully find and honour you. So uh, be brave about the future. It won't be easy, uh, but I think it's worthwhile. So Open Notebook Science and Jean-Claude Bradley. <laughs>